Hey guys, welcome back to the Gamers Lounge Podcast. My name is John Meadows. With me as always is Eric, Nathaniel, and Dennis. How's it going, guys? Going good. Hello, hello. Good. Going good. good. It's about 70 degrees over here. Usual weather report. Man, I'm jealous. I'm very jealous. Yeah, I'm real jealous. 90 degrees and humid and hot and muggy and flies and something, everywhere. Something we don't experience in the Pacific Northwest very often. Oh, it must be Even nice. Even Seattle, really. I, I don't know what it's like to live in a place with no humidity. So, <laughs> every That's place I've like always lived has always had humidity. So Sweat just doesn't dry off. You just sweat and sweat. Yep. Just sweat and sweat some more and you keep sweating. It's really gross. <laughs> All right. Well, it's like I always say, you can always put more clothes on. I can only take so many off. That's why I like it when it's cold. Very true. <sighs> what's, what's that, Nathaniel? You're muted. I couldn't hear you. <laughs> there we go. That's oh, funny. there we go. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I said we've peaked. No more podcast. Podcast done for tonight. Yeah, yeah. Can't get any better than that. No, nope, you really can't. <laughs> Did uh, anybody get the? I'm, well, I'm sure. I know some of us bought some stuff this week, but anybody else besides John and I get the uh, Genesis Mini? I did not know. I I thought about it because I I mean I love Sega, but it was one of those things where I was just like, ah, I don't I, I know it's going to end up like the same way that my NES and Super Nintendo did, where it's just going to I'm going to play a couple games on it for a couple hours and then that's yeah that's it. And I think that's like I'm sure they'll have a way to hack it eventually. But I, I hope. Mine, I was like, oh man, that version from Japan has the six button controller. Yeah, it's a great so, collection of games, though. I think it's fantastic. So, you know what? Yeah. I would rather have the three-button controller than the six-button controller. I like the old three-button controllers, but that's what I played I mean, most. I never really got the six-button controllers till well after the Genesis was yeah, and, dead, and you gone. Really only need you know, the six-button controller for like uh, Street Fighter and like Mortal Kombat, the right? Games, the fighting games. Other than games. that, True. you're uh, good. Just. Yeah, I mean, everybody kind of pitched a fit about, oh, it doesn't come with a six-button controller. And then there was some kind of issue why, why, with some why? of the six-button controllers. They were drifting or something I like mean, that. I you just get the ones from RetroBit that they made that are just they're like $20. Yeah. I don't know. Everybody, everybody's got a complaint. Everybody well, has a problem with something. I bought it, and the only reason I bought it was because I just wanted it. I didn't want it to play or anything like that. I, you know, I played it for about five minutes, went, yep, it's really cool. I like the music and the menu. The games are awesome. Put it back in the box, and then it's going on the shelf with all the other mini consoles. Just, to, It's more of a display collection piece than it is something, right. you know, even though I spent you know $80 on it. But still, I already know. Still. I already, yeah, I already know that as far as everything building up and even just the launch of this. I mean, already. Well, when did it come out? Was it Friday? It was yeah, it, you know, Friday. Friday, right? Mm. Okay, yeah. So within forty-eight hours, I can already tell it's been a massive, you know, much more of a success than the PlayStation Classic. So, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. that abomination. So, and I mean, it uh, it, it works fine. There's a little bit of lag with it, but I mean, for what it is, it's fine. I mean, it's well. There's games there you want to play. Yeah, yeah. People are playing. You know what? It's off the shelf. It's, it has a bunch of great games across different stuff. Just right. Well, and in this day and age with emulation, you're not going to get a, a one-to-one lagless experience with those classic consoles like you did on a CRT back in the day. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Right. Even with the o- OSSC and the RetroTink, there's still a little bit of lag with it. There's always you know, on an LCD. There's always going to be because of the refresh rate. I mean, it's just the way it is. But I don't know. People get bit out of shape about it, but it's like the. I don't know if I don't know if you saw it on on Twitter, Eric and Dennis. You might have seen it too. Sega sent out towers of power. They sent out the CD units, cool. the 32x, and the 
Sonic and Knuckles and thing, and it all connects to the system. It does nothing. You know, it's just pure for show, but they... It's just for looks, right? Yeah, it's just for looks. It came out in Japan um, in mass production, but they didn't do it in the U.S. as mass production. So they sent out... I follow the PR guy online. I think he, he said they made like 70 of the U.S. versions, and they sent them out to just select YouTube people. And some people, some of the YouTubers that didn't get them were like really pissed that they didn't get right. it. It's like, just let it go. I wanted one, but I I, mean, I don't know why. Just to, once again, just to sit on a shelf as a showpiece. That's all it is. Right. But if you took the CD unit apart, there was actually a printed paper with what the insides of the Sega CD unit looked like in there. That was so That's weird. Awesome. Was like, <laughs> That's awesome. It had a little Sega or a Sonic CD in there printed on it. It was so. It was like, See, I I like little things like that though, where it's just like you wouldn't expect to find something in there, but yeah. then like you do, and like that excites me because it's like uh, what was it? I think with the One X, isn't it like if you take it apart, you have like a Master Chief riding the Scorpion? Yeah, there's something, something like that on, on the motherboard of it. On well, the motherboard, and, yeah. And then the Pro Controllers, the Nintendo Pro Controllers, you take them apart, and on the analog stick where it's at, there's some kind of message written on there too or something. Right, so. right, yeah. I love little things like that, things that are just like, you know, because you know someone's going to do a teardown, so you may as well surprise them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, that, that stuff really... The inside of the Switch is just the Triforce. Yeah, really. It's nothing but just the Triforce. It really is magic. No wonder this thing gets hot. <laughs> what's inside? Yeah, what's inside? So, speaking of the the Switch, I did get a Switch Lite. I wasn't. I, do, I, I ran into one uh, on Friday when I went to go pick up my copy of Link's Awakening, as well as the uh, Amiibo as well. Yep, I got one of those. Like, I had to get one of those. It, it's so they really went over the top with the polishing on this thing because this thing is shiny. Yeah, it, it is, is absurd. Like, <laughs> but uh, it's really cute though. But right next to it, I mean, they had a whole display of the Switch Lite and everything. And uh, I keep looking at that turquoise, man. I'm like, I don't, I don't need it right now. Like, I want right. it, but I don't need it. You know, there's a difference. Well, uh, yeah, I, I, I wasn't intending on buying one at all because it's like I really don't need it. And I got to thinking. You know, now that I'm I'm on the road more, and I'm lugging this laptop, and then I'm taking the the regular switch with me, and I, I have a my suitcase is a backpack. It's a backpack suitcase. So right. I put the laptop in, then I've got the the Zelda Collector's Edition case with the games and everything. Stick that in there. Then I put my clothes in there, and I'm like, holy crap. This bag must weigh 70 pounds. Right. So it's like, well, I think if I get this, this thing, this thing weighs nothing. I mean, this thing is so light that it doesn't even feel like you're holding anything. I mean, it's, I saw, it's insane. I saw people do, like, comparisons uh, of, uh, like, I mean, it, it, it's only apparently 0.5 inches larger than the Vita. Yeah, apparently. Like, mm-hmm. so that was very shocking to me. I didn't realize it was going to be that drastic of a change. Yeah, I don't have my Vita down console. here. I would hold it up with it, but yeah, it, it's 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 ridiculous how small it is. But it's light. It's light. Um, uh, the battery life is amazing on it. I was, I think I played three or four hours of Link's Awakening last night, and <laughs> still had like thirty four 
or thirty four percent battery. That's not bad at all. Yeah, no. that that battery would have gone out on the OG Switch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Usually, it goes out about two hours into a game. That's so. right. So yeah. my OG Switch is officially docked, and it will never be out of the dock again. And it's hooked up to this TV. And Just put chains around it yeah. to this. Make sure. It- <laughs> yeah. Well, and everybody was like, "Oh, well, you know, sharing games on it's going to be a pain in the butt." It's really not. What I did was I made this my primary switch now so if i'm somewhere where you don't have internet service it won't check to see if you have to you know you have the rights to play this game whereas the one that's over here on the tv it'll always have an internet connection unless the internet goes there now do you know if uh because i know with um do you know if there's like a like a time limit on it like if it's just like uh i guess how am i trying to get this point across like if you don't have an internet connection you can still play it but it, after like a, a certain amount of time, it will have to validate just to make I sure. I guess I don't know. I think as long as it's your primary, it's no big deal. Okay. Um, you know, it doesn't. It, it doesn't check. I think the only thing it does check is like the the uh, online games, the NES and the Super NES games. I think they oh, check. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, as far as anything else, it doesn't really check. What's funny is is um. You know, I had an extra memory card, so I popped it in there. I just, I just downloaded the games that I wanted on it. Not every freaking game I own. That's on the other one. But um, what's funny about it is, is you know, before you start, you just go over and go, oh, hey, you have a backup save on the cloud. Do you want to download it? Sure. And then you go to the, you go to your other one, and you get online. It's like, hey, this save data on this one's outdated. Do you want to download the one that's on the cloud? Sure. And I mean, it's easy to do. I think the only game it's not is uh, that I have is um, uh, Pokemon. But you can manually transfer uh, it. Yeah. I can say transfer it from that system to this system over the internet right now, and it'll do it. Okay, so you can do – okay, so that's what I was worried about. And that, that's my thing because, like, I was like, okay, well, if, if I were to get this, my, my biggest issue would be – I think it, I think if I did get a Switch Lite, it would be a primary digital console for me. Yeah, but yeah. – um, but Pokemon was my biggest concern because I know they're like, oh, well, you don't want people like, you know, duplicating Pokemon and whatnot. So the whole cloud save issue with that. But but you're saying that it is pretty seamless to just manually do it? Then? Yeah, which, like before I would start to play it, I would turn on this system and go, and you go into the system transfer and choose the yeah. game that you want to transfer to. Mm-hmm. Then you go to the other system and receive that sin or that save. Okay. Okay. And then when okay. I'm done I, I, with I, it, I can send it back to this. I can send it back to this. Just you know, go transfer, receive, sure. and I'm good to go. It's a pain in a butt kind of step, but right. you can do it, even though they don't. But have it's still it's there. still a vast improvement mm. from the. I, I guess the reason why I'm so. Uh, curious about this is because i mean i'm just kind of traumatized by the whole you know how it was done on 3ds where if you wanted to go between multiple 3ds's seven days you had to wait yeah no it's not like and uh, it's not like that at all it's not like thank god okay like so it's 2019 yeah the cloud saves like i said the cloud saves are the easiest way to do it i mean they are they absolutely are just simple um it's the it's the ones that you can't you know do like um i know splatoon and uh, Pokemon. I don't know of any other ones that don't have cloud backup, but mm-hmm. you know. But those, like I said, you it is. I don't want to say a pain, but it is another step that you have to do. Um, right, right. Which is is kind of odd, but that's yeah. just so weird that that's like a 
like I get it, but at the same time, it's just like no one else seems to have this issue on Xbox or PlayStation right. with a lot of multiplayer yeah, only I mean, games, just, you know. So Nintendo makes I don't it a really... little bit difficult. I don't know why. That's the thing. Is like I mean, there's probably easier ways to do it, but who, who knows? Right. I don't know. I guess they just take Pokemon so seriously with the legendaries and stuff. Maybe I don't know. I mean, and to I, me, I, it's like I, I get so, it, so but get, I, I don't get it. Right. And Pokemon, I'm a little more lenient towards, but something like Splatoon, I yeah. Not sure. Yeah, that one didn't make sense to me at all. Uh, that one, I, I don't know why. I think the other one, I, I don't think Sid Meier's Civilization does cloud save either. But I wonder oh. if it doesn't do cloud save because it does. It you could cross save between PC and the Switch. Maybe I don't know. I don't that know. If that's, that's inevitably cloud based somehow to do that anyway. Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, but I wonder if maybe that's why they can't do both because it needs to be here to transfer to there and if you have it here i don't know i mean yeah. i wouldn't think it would matter they just need to cut it in there's no reason why you can't send it to two places if you need to yeah yeah i, I think that's the only other one that i can think of uh on my uh on my system that uh, that won't transfer um but yeah i mean other than that this little thing is <laughs> this little thing is amazing i guess for as light and as thin and as small as it is i can't believe it's it's a switch yeah, I was shocked when I saw the box. I mean, I, I still haven't held one like the device itself in my hand. But when I saw the box, I was like, "What?" Even the box, and I would imagine it's even smaller, obviously, because it's a box. So yeah. when I saw the box and how small it was, I was like, "Again, it was just much." I didn't expect it to be that drastic. Yeah, yeah. So, well, and you know, it doesn't have the dock I mean, and the, everything. Just got yeah, it's like the dock yeah. takes up a bit of space in yeah. the regular one, so it's right. definitely yeah. smaller than that. And the sure. Joy-Con grip and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, I'd like to say I can't get over how light and thin it is. I mean, it's just. You know, with the with the regular switch, you know, I have big hands, and it's like, oh man, my hands cramp after I play this. I don't get a cramp, and I'm wondering if it's, uh, uh, you know, the uh, the weight of it is, maybe has a lot to Probably. do. Probably, uh, definitely yeah. weight. That's always been my issue with the 3ds XL in particular. That the weight always made my hands cramp. Unfortunately, yes, Jody, it absolutely is worth the money. Whether you go with a regular Switch or go with one of these, I mean, that's my thing. Is I, I like the the Switch console is my favorite console anyway, so I'm a little biased like that. But you know, if you if you're not interested in playing it on TV at all and you just want it handheld, this is the way to go. I mean, two hundred bucks and you're good to go. I mean. Uh, you know, I know Spinner asked what kind of memory card I have in it. This one only I only have a 256. In my other one that's docked to the TV, I actually have a 400, um, which is three fourths of the way full. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, but that's just because you have so many games. Most people are gonna. Yeah, yeah, I, I have, I have, yeah. uh, well over a hundred physical games, and I think I have. Uh, probably about 50 or 60 digital games so there you go so and i i try to be particular about it. there's actually two games i don't have installed on my 400 gig and that's dc universe and uh nba 2k19 because <laughs> they're both like 25 gigs yeah dc universe is a big one yeah so but yeah i mean i i totally totally would recommend the the switch you know if you if you just want to you know if you don't have one or you're on the road all the time or you you know go on trips all the time this switch light is just is totally worth it it's it's cool i went with the everybody's like Ew, the banana yellow one i like the yellow one I no i like actually... all the colors honestly i think they're all great colors um i'm yeah. more partial towards the turquoise i i how does the d-pad 
Um, it is adequate. I will say that uh, it's okay. it's it's not like using. Uh, you did you you never got one of your Joy Cons modded with a D pad, did you? Or did you? No, I don't. But I did get one of the third party Hori ones, though. I've never with played with like, one of the Hori ones, so I, I can't compare it to that. Um, like these ones, basically. It, yeah, so this yeah. one feels. Yeah, this is a D-pad. I mean, it's it's just a regular D-pad. It doesn't have that clickiness. You know, it's not like using the buttons. Um, I haven't played right. a game. I haven't played a game yet where I can use the D-pad to play with because I've only been playing Link's Awakening. I did boot up Astral Tra- uh, Astral Chain with it just to see it running on this little tiny. System. That must be so cool <laughs> to see those like console quality titles, like yeah, you know, on something like that. Well, and and this this I, I I totally see this being the 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 3ds successor. They just say, you know what, yeah. this is. I mean, that's what they're doing. They're putting out this so that anyone who got a 3ds or something like that for their kids, they can get this, but it's right. still the same game, so they don't have to develop two different directions. Yeah. They can and ideally, that would be good for someone like me, but I don't travel enough. I don't really take my Switch with me, mainly because of like. I have enough space in my bag, but there's usually a lot of other stuff in there. Right. I mean, this thing takes up like a quarter of the space in my bag. That my big yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. You know, just because the case be I got is thinner, and you know, it's one, smaller. And you know, and at one point I was lugging thirty some games around with me in a little box. You know, I had a little. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know what? I really don't need that many games. That's just so silly to carry that many games around with me because I never play but one or two of them. So it's like, you know, I'm not going to download every game I own to this one. But if I want to play something on it that I don't have on here, I'll just download it and then it'll be, yep, I'm good to go. And right. So, but yeah, I mean, this is, this thing's really, I'm very, I'm very surprised. I'm very surprised of the, the quality of it and just the, I mean, it's just it's so light. And then I go pick up, the, you know, yesterday when I was going over this console and doing this and then going back there, I pick up the old one. I'm like, oh my gosh, this thing is heavy. I mean, it's, right. <laughs> so, but yeah, so that was what I, that's what I did yesterday. I, I ended up talking myself into it because there was a lot of, I, I'd watched a couple YouTube videos of reviews of it and everybody was like, oh, it's, you know, it's a good system. It's, you know, the, this, the switch light is this, it's that, it's that, it's this. And they're like, it's really good if you travel a lot, but you don't want to take your big one with you. And I'm like, I travel a lot. You know, I never thought about, you know, keeping my big one docked all the time. Because right. I very rarely kept it docked. So it's like, well, now it's docked all the time and now it's not going to know what to do with itself because it's, it's not going to have miles on it like this one. <laughs> This one's cool too, but I think that's awesome though. That, that I think that's one of the reasons why I didn't get one right away though, is just because like I mean I, I'm not in a position where I do find myself right. you know out and about often. So I was just like, yeah, it's not something. Yeah, I mean, unless you play yeah. exclusively at handheld, I mean, I wouldn't run out and buy one. I just wouldn't. Right, right. I, I think uh, I, I do see one you know, being in my, in my possession in the future. Um, it may not be this year though. I'm hoping, I'm not, I just, I want a solid, uh, I'm, I'm curious about upcoming limited editions, you know, not the Pokemon sword and shield one. I thought that one was really ugly to be honest, but, uh, anything that's coming in the future, I guess, what kind of cool switch lights they have, uh, yeah. planned, I guess, in terms yeah. of design. And I could see them going crazy like they did with the three DSs. Three DS. Every other month it felt like there was, a, <laughs> there was a, some type of, 
yeah, there was always one, and you know, I'd get, I'd, you know, finally got the Monster Hunter one, and then they brought out the Metroid one. I was like, gosh, dang it, I like that yeah, Metroid one, but I'm not yeah. buying another 3DS. But you know, there's there's people out there that collect 3DS consoles that have. I have three, but that's where it, that's where I peak. I'm not having any more than that. I just have the one. That's all I have. You know, that's yeah, like, that's like, I, and before that, it was the very first 3DS. It was the right. Yeah, right. It's like I just I can't. As much as I would like to buy those, you know, cool limited edition consoles, I just I don't unless I need to upgrade the console, and you know that. Was and then the again, yeah, and then like we were saying earlier with like, I mean, it really is just a pain with that whole process mm. thing. At least with Vita, they made it easy. It was just like just take the memory card out you have from the other one and put it in that one. You're good to go. Right. That was it. Right. But the 3ds was just like, yeah, you go through these processes. All right, connected. We got to validate it. Okay, log in. Okay, seven days, by the way. And then that transfer process took forever. Also, and it was yeah. like, come on, I understand. This is just so. I just feel like I'm on dial up. But you know, yeah. those days are over. Well, and that's be. that's the one thing with this. I will I will give you a pro tip. Don't go on the Nintendo website and deactivate your old console. Do it on that's on the old console. Deactivate mm-hmm. it because then all you have to do is the the first console that you connect with the eShop with after you deactivate that becomes your primary console. So you don't have okay. to register it or anything. If you go right. on the website and deregister it, you will not be able to deregister a console for a year. So don't do it through the website. You can do it as many times as you want through the system. Just don't go on the right. website and do it on your account. For some reason, that's that'll lock you out of it for a year. And I don't so know why. So there's security. Yeah. So there's some caveat. Your account, they can't just keep doing it. Yeah. Too. So yeah, don't don't do it through the website. So <laughs> that's a pro tip. Don't do it through the website because because <laughs> I I watched there was a video I watched it three times. I was like and I was like okay this guy makes sense. Let me watch this three times and check and make sure before I do it. And, and so far I've I mean I've had no issues whatsoever. Just as soon as I pop a game in, I I I go hit the plus button and go down to cloud save and download the cloud save through it and then boot up the game and go so speaking of the plus button uh rest in peace to the select and start buttons i miss them yeah a lot i think about weekly uh. so you know <laughs> I, I, uh, I just i think about them weekly I'm, yeah i just I'm, i don't know it's like I'm a loved one when you're playing them. and you're like oh Man, I right? Because <laughs> they're all just a bunch of icons now, and yeah. then, like every time yeah. you're playing a game, it's just like, especially on Xbox, they don't make any sense. Like those icons make no sense to me. No. So like, it's just like hit the hamburger, or hit the one that looks like it has two windows, and I'm just like, yeah. it's just start and select. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's just start and select. Not uh, let's see, it's options and share on the PlayStation. What? Yeah. I don't even know the names of them on the Xbox. I. I neither do I. I, I, <laughs> just, I just now I'm pictures, trying to think uh, of it, and I, I can't think of it. You're right, double windows and three lines. That's what right. Yeah, that's how I see it. Those are icons that you see on like web pages and stuff. Yeah. You see the little like thing for menu, so that's usually what the menu is on. Yeah, so and I guess that's one. Button, I guess right. one's menu, and the other one. The other one looks like a restore on your like Windows. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, you're right. Hit to restore. Yeah. I didn't think about that. You're absolutely right. I don't know why they decided to put those on there, but they just did. I mean, the other older Xbox, it wasn't really anything. It was just like different triangles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's that's calls all it was, those are hilarious, though. It's just, yeah, you're right. There's no start and select anymore on anything. I just, 
I miss them. Yeah, because I still well, call them. Well. And now the place, now the PlayStation X, I found out the other day, is not even X. It's a cross. It's not. It's officially so cross. They say. It's, not X. it's so always. They say. It'll always be X to me. Dang it! Look, I, I'm, don't worry. I'll get a. I'll get a. I'll get a uh, petition put up on change.org. Yeah, you, really? <laughs> I don't care what they say. It'll always be X to me. So. So let's get into what we've been playing. Um, I'll, I'll start with Dennis because me and him played the exact same thing, and that's uh, Link's Awakening. Correct. How, how far correct. are you in the game? Um, so I have, well, in terms of instruments, let's just put it that way. Uh, there's seven instruments, I believe, and I'm working on getting my sixth one. At oh, the wow. Moment, okay. I'm only working on number so, three, so I'm a little behind. Oh, number three. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh dude i've i've been having such a ball with it it's such an incredible game and i thought i thought about it before we actually started the podcast where i was like i don't think there's ever i don't think there's a series that is as consistent in terms of quality as zelda Mm. um you know like like every series has had their bad entries zelda included but no one no one i think has been as consistent as zelda where most of them you're always going to have like more often than not a good time, a great time, a memorable time, yeah. you know, and nothing ever feels like a throwaway or a cash in except for Triforce heroes that can get out of here. But <laughs> yeah, that one, I agree with you on that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, that, anyways, uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I was just thinking about that and I was like, because, and the reason why it came to my mind is, is I initially wasn't going to pick this game up. Um, because I, I don't know. It was just one of those things where I was just like, let me just, it's not something that I need right away. But then as I, you know, now that I'm like so close to the end now, I'm just like, well, here it is. Another Zelda game. I just couldn't put down, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, so it's, yeah, that's why it just kind of came to my head. I was just like, this is just so consistent, this series. And it's a reliable one. And I think that's why it's worked so well for yeah. what, 30 plus years now yeah. at this point mm-hmm. or however long Zelda has been around. So, um, you know, there's a reason why Zelda, you know, as a property is just, you know, one of the most beloved and one of the most well-known series ever, you know? Yeah. So I was surprised how much it was almost a one-to-one of the, you know, Game Boy. I mean, that's right. Not, I'm yeah. not saying that it which is. There's nothing yeah. really different except for yeah. that. <clears throat> well, and I, I, I figured it was, original, so you know, original. well, I haven't either. They, that was the thing. I never... I have a copy of the, the of the Game Boy game, but I think I've got it maybe five years ago. I didn't have a Game Boy when it was. I, I mean, I I got one eventually, but it was more for Pokemon than it was for the Zelda games. Yeah. So I never really played much of it. So, but I am enjoy. I, I am enjoying the game. The, the art style to our, is. Our yeah, I mean, I have a oh, it's fantastic. The 3DS, and I think I got like halfway through. Yeah. Maybe I got distracted by another game. <laughs> As there was one do. I was listening to where they replayed the Game Boy version right before this came out. Yeah, I read that review. And they were saying that it's like very, very close other than just like modern graphically, but just the game design is all pretty much the exact yeah. same. So it shouldn't take more than five hours to beat, maybe something like that. It shouldn't be very long because I know... It I does. love Zelda, but I love how this five looks. Five hours, really? It's debuxed. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not going to be a long game. I want to say it's five, six hours tops. And that's probably I, I think, you do the side quest stuff. Yeah, I, I I think if you know what you're doing, um, you can easily run. <laughs> you can easily uh, you can easily run through the game. Um, like I know, for example, like Link Between Worlds. 
those old like top down zealots. I mean, you see speed runs, two people beat in like thirty minutes. Yeah, no, it's like know? ridiculous. So, I don't even yeah, understand because there's some items where it's just like we'll just get them early and we'll just break all of these dungeons, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, so good for them. <laughs> yeah, and uh, speed run. So this one, this one has. I want to say. Let me see. I spent. It for me, it's been more than six hours because I spent seven hours uh, the first day. You know, and honestly, like two of those seven hours was me just trying to run, was running around figuring where do I go, where yeah. where, where do I, go? you know. So I think if you knew where to go and didn't have any hiccups like that, then yeah, probably you'd probably be six hours, yeah. no problem. And you know, so. and where I'd played the first. You know, little bit of the DS or the, the, of the Game Boy game. It was like, oh, okay, yeah, I remember. I go here, 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 because it really doesn't give you any direction unless you go over to the telephone and say, hey, I know, where do I go next? And the lady yeah. on the telephone says, you need to go over here if that's what you're All wanting right. to do. Well, <laughs> half, half the time they're just so esoteric about what they say too. It's yeah. just like, dude, like I don't, I'm not here to solve a riddle. I ask for help. Just tell me where to go. Yeah, <laughs> like. But well, that was, to the Riddler. that was one of those things that made that game so unique and strange, though, because it wasn't like any other Zelda game. I mean, you had you know Kirby in it, you had uh, you know, he had some Mario right. uh, characters in it, and Goombas and stuff like that. It was like this is just weird. That's because it wasn't originally a Zelda game. Yeah, yeah, a little weird like crossover. Yeah, I think this version so far, from what I what little bit of it I've played, like I say, I've maybe played three hours of it or something like that. Maybe, maybe a little more. Um, it seems a little easier than the Game Boy version. Um, I don't seem to have, you know, at first, uh, maybe the first time I fight a boss, it's like, oh, I should have done this. Oh, okay. I, well, I, I died real quick. Oh, well, I don't need to roll. Boom, 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 I'm done. You know, it's like, okay, it's not like it's... And I'm, I'm okay with that. I don't need a, a huge challenge to still have fun. True. <laughs> yeah. Plus, there's so many other games coming out. If I can knock this one out pretty quick and still enjoy it, you know, it's yeah, like I can go on. Yeah, exactly. I think they're tailored. Like... This one is more towards kids than some of the other ones. That's why she uh, fired up. Like super super difficult. Yeah, and that, that, that could be too. You know, it may uh, kids are the more casual play of it, you know. Uh, but it seemed like the Game Boy version was a little more difficult. But I could be... I could just be remembering that wrong because, you know, I didn't play a lot of the, the, the Game Boy version. You have many years between then and now. Yeah, that's yeah, true, too. All, so. <laughs> all, all I keep thinking about every time I do play Link's Awakening, though, is, like, how much I would love a remake for Oracle of Seasons slash Ages. Yeah, uh, that would be a good one to remake. I'm still what my I still the the remake that I want the most or the HD remaster what I still want Skyward Sword without mm. the motion yeah. controls. If they can, yeah, not if it doesn't have all that motion control stuff, I think it would be a more enjoyable game and, than, and get rid of that three hour tutorial. Maybe, yeah, the but, long tutorial. Yeah, there's yeah. still more issues than just motion controls. Yeah, <laughs> the big thing that made me quit though was the motion controls because I really didn't want to sit there and do this. Forget Skyward Sword. Just that's what Link's the... uh, bow training was for. You didn't get that? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should have played play. that before Skyward Sword. <laughs> yeah, maybe that was the problem. I played it before Skyward Sword. Maybe I yeah, right. forget Skyward Sword. I want them to put the Wii U uh, versions of Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. Yeah, onto the that would be good. Yeah, because yeah, those yep. those those are two really good Zelda games, and I would think those would be pretty simple and easy to port. You know, between I the two systems. Do. I mean, we saw how easy they ported. You know, Mario Kart and well. 
exactly. everything I else. I mean, they're on a short list of big games left that they haven't ported yet, so probably see them at some point. Well, you know, I'm sure we probably will because, you know, there's, you know, this year's, next year. Chance to make more money. They may have a next, you know, next fall we may get another another one out there. Keep the Zelda train running on this, so. Yeah, because then they have that as a stopgap for whenever the next real one mm. comes out. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I want it's like the amiibo. That's the first amiibo that I've bought in a long time, and I wasn't going to buy it. And I was standing over at GameStop to pick up another game. I ended up getting the 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 Treen one through three collection that you could only get at GameStop because it was the only physical version. The other one, yeah, the, yeah. the the collection that comes with four, the four is physical, and the other three are download codes. And I was like, I'd rather have a cartridge for it. So, um, but the only place to get it was GameStop, so I stopped it over there, and they had the they had the new Amiibos on the back shelf behind the counter. And he was like, anything else you need today? Yeah, give me that stupid Zelda Amiibo. It's too cute to walk out of here without it. <laughs> Just sitting here staring at me. Saying, yeah. Funny enough, the same thing happened to me. Because I did, I did not have this Amiibo pre-ordered. I literally, I went to Best Buy. Yeah. It was just for the game. And then I was just like, you know what? It's there. It's the last one. It must be fate or something. Forget it. Yeah. Just give it to me. So, and I haven't, I, I didn't look at any of the other Amiibos, but that one has a lot of, of Japanese writing and characters on it. Do they just not do, do they just, are they all, you know, they used to do some for America and American packaging and then Japanese packaging. Do That's they right. Just, and they had like French and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So I wonder now if they just do one packaging for everybody instead of trying to, because like I said, it's been a long time since I saw Amiibo, but the, you know, I noticed it said Link's Awakening, and then it's said, if you look at the bottom of that thing, it's all in Japanese. The whole bottom of uh, the the bottom of it is all Japanese. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I was like, I wonder if they're just not, you know, maybe they're just importing all of them now instead of, maybe that's how they're getting around the shortages. Instead of trying to print for this country and print for that country and print for this country, they're just printing one with all the languages. On. I mean, it would definitely simplify their packaging yeah. as far as only having to make one version of it. But I haven't, like I said, I haven't bought Amiibos in so long that I haven't noticed if they, you know, they change because I usually don't pay any attention to them. So, but I thought that was kind of interesting. But anyway, that's that's what I've been playing. Um, Eric, what have you been playing? Anything interesting? Mm-hmm. Only uh, very briefly. I uh, downloaded Downwell on Android because it was free. I thought I had it before, but there was some sort of like update. They had like changed something with the game release. Hmm. So if you had it before, um, you need to re-download it. And I. I could have swore I had this on PS4 or maybe something else. I, I don't think on Switch, but I'm like, I played this before, maybe on PC. I know what it is. You know, it's that little game where it's black and white and you're just falling down this giant well and you're using yeah. these guns on the side of your on your feet to boost up and down. That's fun. Uh, it was an easy distraction. Uh, I played some more Forbidden Arts for Switch as well, but I'm pretty much throwing in the towel because, yeah. It's not a terrible game, but there's a lot of things about it that really get on my nerves. Is that the is that the role playing game? Is that the RPG, the Japanese RPG? Mm, Let me look it up. I don't think so. It's made of the oh, Unity Lord. engine. It's like a it's like a two D. I would call it a, almost like a two D um, Zelda two kind of with less polish. I gotta look at it. I don't remember. Times. Did we get it for and, review? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bad combat. Oh really? That one looked yeah. really cool. You did. The art style looked cool. It's like, oh, I could play this. And then I'm like on the third the third level, and I'm just like, ooh. Yeah, it's like, um, it's very, um, 
3D. Uh, it, it has some potential, but there's not a lot that makes it stand out from a lot of other games. That's the problem. Yeah, but like I mean, this. it's it's not terrible for the right price. I could maybe recommend it. I need to finish that review this week. But, that's uh, a fifteen bucks. I mean, that's not yeah, bad, okay. If you're if you're looking for like a two D adventure game with like light rolling elements, this would be a good fit. Although. <clears throat> Five worlds, six boss fights, 30 different enemies, 12 hours of gameplay. Hand-painted art style. It looked really cool, and when they sent us the code, I was like, man, that looks really awesome. I would like to try that. But The music gets on my nerves very quickly. Oh, that stinks. It's very repetitive. Yeah. But anyway, let's be more positive. Uh, I was going to play some Control this weekend, but I ran out of time. So And Link's Awakening. And Yoshi, whatever the Yoshi game is for Switch, Graphic World, you know. Yoshi. Well, see, I got, I bought Link's Awakening Friday. I got Link's Awakening, Treen One through Three, uh, and Nino Cooney, all on the Switch. So those are like, I'm just apparently dying for a beating there or something because Nino Cooney's a you know forty, fifty, sixty hour role. So, uh, sp- speaking of. Uh... Impulse buys that reminded me when I, yeah, I actually, God, I actually walked out with a couple of things actually. So, not only did I, when I went to go pick up Link's Awakening, not only did I walk out with the amiibo, obviously, but uh, I noticed when I was just kind of taking a lap around the store, uh, they now th- your mileage may vary, so I don't know if this happened in every Best Buy, but uh, they had uh, the steel books for Crackdown 3, they were just giving them out for free, huh. and I was like, yeah, and I was like, okay, well. I, mean, I don't have the game physically. I, I I played it and I beat it via Game Pass. But I was like, I mean, I wouldn't mind. I like steelbooks, you know. So, and it's like, yeah. And I was like, if it's free, you know, why not? But so I asked. I was just like, is this actually free? And then they scanned, and they're like, yeah, sure enough, it's it's yours. I'll put it in the bag for you. I was like, all right, word, thanks. Um, so I got that, and also in the corner of my eye before I left. I don't know why. I'm not sure if I'm ever gonna play it, but uh, it was eight dollars. I was like, why not? I picked up uh, the uh, Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy uh, (laughs) (laughs) combo. And I don't know if I'm ever going to play it, but I think it'd be a fun thing to just stream. I I expect it to be not so good. So, but (laughs) I'm sure it'll uh, be fine. You know, I mean, it won't be groundbreaking, but it'll be fine, I'm sure. (laughs) That's funny. Death Stranding, watch out. Yeah, eight bucks. Uh, <laughs> I would probably pick it up for eight bucks too. Why not? Yeah, that's why I was like, why not? Because like it dropped down from I think it was like the regular MSRP was like thirty, and yeah. I was like, eh, forget it. Well, if anything, you know, anything, me and the wife would play it. That would be cool. Um, yeah, I got it. I, you know, I figured it'd also be one of those things. Just like, you know, if you ever have friends over, if you go over yeah. to someone's house or something like that, you know, just yeah, it'd be a fun game to, to catch co-op. Yeah, it would, it would be really cool. Um, I, I like steelbooks too, and I see. I've been seeing what a lot of people do with steelbooks. They, uh, you could get like this. It's you go to the craft store, and it's it's like tape, but it's uh, it's magnets. It's real thin mm-hmm. with sticky on one side, and they'll stick them on the walls, and then they'll stick the steelbooks on there, and make like a whole wall of steelbooks to display their steelbooks. Looks really it's like cool. Homebrewed uh, display, I believe it is, is like a place that you buy stuff like that. They have metal uh, okay. posters and things. Yeah, and a lot of them are like movies and game properties, but. If you had steelbooks, you could do it yourself. Yeah, yeah. I thought that would be a real cool way to display you know, all your steelbooks if it wouldn't didn't scratch them up or anything. That would be really cool. I never thought of, never thought about. And you could rearrange 
them to stick them to the magnets different. Yeah, yeah. If you want to, yeah, if, or when you get a new, you know, you get a new one, shuffle them around, stuff like that. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Cool idea. Right. We're crafty here, dang it. Um, uh, Nathaniel, what have you been playing? <laughs> uh, I, one of the things I've been playing, I finished up Astral Chain. Oh. Which that game is just really fun, but yeah. the final chapter is frustrating because of the camera mostly so it's like you've come to the big epic finale of this anime crazy game that you've been playing and you're like man i like what they're trying to do but trying to run down this hallway like a dozen times in a row and not making it really sucks especially when you finally do make it and you realize you're literally one foot from the end of the hallway. I hate that. Like, uh, I hate it. It's one of those things where it's like an Uncharted-style thing where you're running towards the camera. Yeah. But you're not running yourself. They tell you, like, oh, no, this hallway's starting to collapse. Get on your, like, uh, Panther Legion, whatever it's called. Ride it because that's the fastest you can go. By the time that I did that the first time, it caught up to me and I was dead. They didn't give me enough time to actually get on it and figure out what was going on. So then, like, the next few times I was doing it, and you have to dodge back and forth from either side of the hallway, but you're, like, running towards camera, so it feels a little bit awkward. And it's like, oh, hey, this one's going to come from the left wall or from the floor or the right wall, and you have to keep dodging it. And even then, I did all of that right, but I still would just get caught right before I got to the end. It's just like, (laughs) that needed just a little bit more tuning. Because it's just like... So narrow the window that I had to hit, but then you get past that and you get to kind of like this uh, boss fight versus a really giant epic end of game style boss. Yeah, if you've played any other platinum games, like okay, they they like their uh, end game bosses to be gigantic and like hey, let's do something cool. Right. But the camera is a little awkward and weird, and you're trying to figure out okay, I have to go here to dodge the attack that the boss is throwing at me to get out of the way, but there's not just a little bit less time than you think you would need to get there. And I'm playing on casual, too. It's not like I'm playing on the highest difficulty. Right, yeah. I was just like, difficulty spike on that went up, not because of the enemy, but because of just the camera mechanics being slightly weird and different yeah. than what you're used to for the whole game. Huh. And then once you finish that, that it rolls credits, <sighs> and then it goes back into the menu. It tells you, it has a little message like, hey, you can go to chapter 12 now. I'm like, okay what's that you go in and it gives like a little montage of where are they now montage of all the characters and it's the absolute only time in the game why they did this i don't know why your character actually is the one speaking if you did it for that then like big complaint for the whole game the character that you're playing as never speaks the entire game except for that final little montage why you had voice yeah. actors for both of them. That was, that's the biggest thing about Astral Chain. I brought it up last time. I was like, you know, like you had them. Why didn't you just write it where they're talking? Because a lot of the big moments in the game would hit way better if the two characters could speak to each other right. instead of just like looking at each other and like doing like a little <laughs> nod and a grunt or something. You're like, oh, like come on, guys. <laughs> that's and crazy. then you go back in and you have like all these kind of like combat encounter cases that you can do i think there's like 70 of them that you can do wow. i was like nope yeah <laughs> i'm done story's done i'm out yeah because it's supposed to be like three months later or something dumb but it's like hey go fight these enemies okay go fight these enemies in this part of you know the game that you've been to before i'm like nah i don't need to do that yeah i finished the story and 
It was very predictable, but it was still fun. Yeah. It's like from the very first kind of like opening of the game, I was like, I called it. I was like, that person's going to be the bad guy at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, look, I was right. But yeah, I don't know. That was another thing too, because the final boss had different forms. And the first one was like gigantic. The second one, you're kind of in some weird abstract thing that is just like really hard to do because it's hard to tell what was going on just because of the so busy, all this stuff on screen. Like that game is very busy to begin with, but that like middle section of that final boss fight was just like, okay, this is like information overload. I can't tell where attacks are going to come from at this point. I can't dodge them very well. Yeah. And then you have like another fight, like form after that. Which was actually the fun part of the boss fight. But, yeah, I don't know. The game has some flaws, but it's still really, really fun. To play. Yeah, uh, it's, that seems to be the general consensus of it. It's really fun. Still has some flaws, but it's still a fun yeah. game. So, but cool. the game I've been putting the most time into is uh, Pathfinder Kingmaker. Yeah, I got to look this up because I don't believe I've heard of this game. It is the it came out about this time last year? It's about one year old. I bought it on sale a while ago in the summer when Steam had their sale, and I hadn't gotten around to it till now. Now I've put about like forty-five hours into it or so. It is a computer RPG. Thinking, think of like you know Divinity: Original Sin, yeah, that's what I was looking or at here. Pillars of Eternity for you know current ones, or like Baldur's Gate back in the day, that kind of thing. Except this one is the official Pathfinder game, so it has the full official Pathfinder rule set. So anytime you're leveling up your character, it takes a little while because you're literally doing the same exact thing you would be for the tabletop game. It has all the different stats, all right. the different classes you can go into. And you have to look at like, okay, well, which feat do I want to take this time? Which skill do I want to get? And which abilities do I want to you know, increase and all that stuff? And you can do that for every single character. Like Once you get all of your companions, you can have up to, I think it's like, six people in the party at a time, so five other characters other than the character that you have. Yeah. And then there's at least another six or so that you can pick up as well, and then you can switch them out and do different things. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, I would say, I don't know. It's really fun. It's got some annoyances that I fixed with mods. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice thing about so, a PC, is it? <laughs> yeah. I put like this fun like uh, mod pack called Bag of Tricks that combined a bunch of stuff for when like they're all coming out into one thing, so I didn't have to do a bunch of separate things. So it's like, yeah. hey, I can I change the zoom level so I can zoom out more than the game did, so I can actually see stuff. I can zoom the map screen out a little bit more so I can actually see things because it just felt like way too cropped in. Right. And there's some other little like weird tweaks that I would do to the interface and stuff like that that made it a lot better. Yeah, like I don't know. The game's really fun. Again, it's a game that's like got some flaws to it, but it's still a lot of fun. Kind yeah. of like Astral Chain, but just a completely different kind of game. Yeah. I would still say Divinity: Original Sin Two is the best of the, most, the recent games of this type. Mm, I need to buy. But that this one is more classic, it. where it's the combat, where it's a uh, real time pausable, and it's doing all like oh, the okay, dice rolls yeah. in the background. Whereas yeah. Divinity: Original Sin is like full on turn based. Turn based, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it looks really neat. I've never heard of it before. I've never, I've never heard of Pathfinder before. But I'm not into tabletop. I don't know a whole lot about tabletop these days. Pathfinder so. is. It was out a little bit. Before, I don't know how long before the fifth edition of D and D, but it's very mm. similar to Dungeons and Dragons rule set. Mm. But it has its own spin. But a lot of the, some of the spells even have the same names. Some of them have a different name, but do you know the same things as D and D. 
And so, I don't know, it's D&D adjacent, I'd say. I don't know all the history behind it, but yeah, it's very much the same type of, like, a system. Yeah. High cool. fantasy, whatever. I would enjoy Orcs that. and elves, and uh, most of the classes, I believe, are all the same. I don't know if it was... Yeah, I, again, I don't know the history of it. But yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Huh. It is related to D&D in some way. I don't know if it was ever officially related to it, and then it spun off, or what it is. Right. Well, you know, I, I think been... I am. Yeah, I'm in the fourth chapter of the game. I think there's five from what I've read. Yeah. I I haven't been into tabletop in almost 25 years, so a lot's changed since I was. <laughs> <laughs> we used to be into it in high school and college, and then after you know, after we all went our separate ways, we you know, and got married and moved away. We never really, never never had anybody that we really played tabletop with anymore. Yeah. So I literally have no, I have no idea what the hot thing is in tabletop now. I hear it on offhand and stuff. So when you when I saw yeah. that Pathfinder, I'm like, never heard of this game. What's this about? I'm going tabletop based on the ta- what is? I never even heard of that. It's like, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's existed for a while. They just put out like the second edition of Pathfinder's rule set recent, like this few month, like a month or two ago or something, yeah. not that long ago. Now it's, it's, it existed before kind of like the boom of kind of role-playing stuff in yeah. the last like five years it's existed since a little bit before that so it's yeah. not like it's a brand new thing they just haven't had a video game right of it and it long. doesn't look like this is like uh co-op or anything is it it's just single player or it's just it... single player from what i know yeah, yeah. So. the only one of those ones that has co-op that i know of is divinity original sim 2 yeah it'd be a cool one to have uh co-op with it looks cool though. It looks really neat. I don't think it would. It wouldn't work for co-op. They'd have to have a completely different thing to do. Oh, co-op. when you said it was the stop and the the go, yeah, that would. I, okay, yeah, that would be kind of hard. Yeah, but even on. if it was like okay, you assigned and you can have control different characters, it still wouldn't quite work <laughs> just because of the way that the combat works. It's they yeah. would have to tweak it a lot just because yeah. of the way the enemies are. You would die before you'd figure out what you're doing if you couldn't pause it on a whim. Or you just set it so easy that it wouldn't matter and you wouldn't have to care about what spells or what abilities you're using. You'd just be like, eh, dead. So making a co-op game out of that, they would definitely have to change things up a lot from how it exists. Makes sense. Cool. Yeah, it's got... You're kind of like the cool twist to this one is you start the game and you're just like an adventurer. A bunch of adventurers are called together to be like, hey, go out into these uh, uh, lands that are run of overrun by bandits and there's like a bandit king that's overrunning and we want to tame these lands and start a barony there and whoever you know does this task will become the baron of these lands and so after kind of the first act of the game you've done that and then you're like oh hey now you have kingdom management on top of like the adventuring stuff. oh wow <laughs> so you have like different roles that you set advisors to which is a lot of your companions and then some other important npcs you can slot them in there and they have different kind of alignments for like hey this person will do this typically like this type of thing when they deal with it and then they bring a problem to you and you're ranking up stats in your kingdoms and every time you take over a new territory you like found a village there and then you can build buildings in it and upgrade it i don't know it's kind of a neat system on top of the rpg that doesn't influence a lot yeah it's a lot of window dressing. It's still fun, but it's kind of like, okay, you can, I think you can even just set it fully automatic if you don't want to do any of it. Yeah. I figured it's, I always like it sometimes, sometimes in games like that, you know, I like just click, click, yeah. click and let it do. It's what I do but with the a, Marvel 
uh, Ultimate Alliance, or not Ultimate Alliance, the Marvel Strike Force on the uh, mobile game is like that. I just I just open it up, put it on automatic, and say, hey, you guys fight while I'm over here doing this. Yeah. Oh, it's done? Okay, cool. Let's, let's do it again. <laughs> so it's got like, several quest, like major quests will have a time limit on it. Yeah. So the first thing when you go out there is like, hey, you have 90 days to defeat the Bandit Lord. And that one was pretty easy. I did it like half the time. Yeah. But it's like, hey, if you waste time just running all over the map and not doing anything and not being, I'm like, oops, you ran out of time. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. That's good though. It's cool. It's it's looks like a neat game. I have to I'll add it to my Steam wish list and maybe. Yeah, you can tweak it a little bit to where it can be a little a lot more mechanically heavy. Where you really like think about, okay, like I can only carry this much stuff. I have to have rations with me and I have to do this. Or you can like ease the rules back off of that and make like fights. Yeah. easier but also some of that other stuff too a little bit easier cool i like games that you could do that with that they, they give you the yeah. ability to you know, make it. and hey if you get mods you can tweak it even more yeah it sounds like it <laughs> it sounds like the way to go is get mods one mod i would suggest if you want to play this game there's a mod that is just basically a pack of character portraits uh-huh. so the game has like a dozen or something there's not very many choices so you just like there's a mod you can get you downloaded and put it in like a proper folder basically and then like oh suddenly you have like dozens and dozens of uh (laughs) pictures to choose from so you can get cooler ones you can also put your own custom one in if you had your want to make your own character art you could oh you could you could put the one out with you going (laughs) that you used to have (laughs) (laughs) that would be great hey look at this that's who i want to be that's my mind well they have like three different sizes they have like the little head portrait that would be like your uh, little squares at the bottom of the screen for all your characters, and then you have like full length, you know, bigger pictures yeah. that should loading screens and some other stuff. And then they have like a middle, medium sized one, it just depends on where it's using it in the game. Cool, very, very neat. Well, not a whole lot of news to talk about, but there is a couple things I thought we'd touch on. State of Play airs uh, Tuesday at uh, 1 p.m. Pacific, that's 4 p.m. Eastern. Um, according to PlayStation blog, it will not have any next gen stuff. It's only going to be around 20 minutes. Um, I have a feeling it's going to be last of us two is probably, oh, what they're we going to know it's about. last of us two. Oh, they have oh, confirmed oh. that it will be there. Oh, was it confirmed? Okay. <laughs> I knew yes, there was, it was heavily and rumored. And even before but... that, everyone's just like, Hey, wait, they're doing a press event where they're demoing last of us two at the same time. This thing is going to air. Gee, I wonder yeah. if it will show up in the stream or not. Yeah. So but then they officially have come out since then and said, yes, it will be there. Oh, okay. So the blog hadn't been updated with that. So I wasn't real sure. We don't I knew know there if it'll just of... be a trailer we don't know if it'll be a date but if it's not a date then people are gonna be like what are you doing yeah i i figure we'll probably get a date with that um on on that at least i february or march that's what i'm gonna guess yeah i'm I'm, uh, february seems like a good time february march seems like about yeah and there's been some there's been like some leak on some retailer site too yeah that's true yeah i always take those with a grain of salt but you know i I could see that because let's see when is um when Cyberpunk, it's um, Cyberpunk is March. April. It's April. Oh, is it April? Yeah. Oh, okay. oh yes. Trust me, I know when that game. That's why. That's why I asked Nathaniel. That's why I asked because I knew Nathaniel would have it. He'd he know right then and there what it was. Because there's so. a lot coming out around that time, man. I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah, we're having another uh, heavy early part of the year next year in 2020. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gears of Five uh, is the Gears of Five. 
or Gears of Five, <laughs> Gears of War Five. Jeez, I That's saw. Not even called that. It's Gears. It's 5. just Gears Five. It's still Gears of War Five to me. I don't care if it's Gears sure, Five or not. But they but, dropped the of war. <laughs> of war. So Gears Five is the biggest launch week of any Xbox Game Studio title this generation. In fact, it's mm-hmm. been the largest one since Halo Four for Xbox. Way to spin the stuff, guys. Way to spin. Yeah. So yeah, it's a uh, Game Pass on PC and the Xbox have had a lot to do with that. Um, yep. They're never going to tell us, but I'd be curious how many people bought that game yeah. at retail and how much of that is just Game Pass people play. Yeah. yeah, I'd be curious about that too. But you're right; you'll probably never see it. three three million. It says three million player count was tracked from early access launch on September 6th through the past weekend, and this article was posted the 16th. So, I mean, that's a lot of people, but you know, I know there is a lot of, you know, they were doing the, um, the deal for the, uh, ultimate, uh, the game pass ultimate, it was like $2 for two months. So, you know, I know a lot of people cashed in on that time to play gears of war and then get out. Um, you know, uh, but I think that has a lot to that, you know, as, you know, as far as, Player base, yeah, that's pretty big. You know, that many people playing at one time. Now, how many actual copies of the game were sold? I, I, I too would be interested in seeing that. But this might point at, you know, Microsoft saying, well, you know, Game Pass. We knew Game Pass worked well anyway, um, with the amount of, you know, people playing, you know, this game. It would be interesting to see how many just got it on Game Pass and. I mean, if nothing else, it has gotten a lot of buzz. Yeah. Possibly because of people playing on Game Pass. Yeah. There's saying, hey, you should play it, right? There's a lot of people that I have seen or heard on different podcasts and shows playing it that don't have an Xbox that have a PC and normally wouldn't buy it, but they, they, they opted in for the Game Pass to try it out because they haven't played Gears of War since, like, the 360 days you know so yeah um and, and that's fine i mean i've been tempted to get it and i probably will at some point i still have like a one month free game pass trial mm-hmm. from when i bought my xbox that i still haven't activated yeah. so i could easily play it if i wanted to well that's it's what i was in the middle of other stuff so. well yeah and that's that's what i told my buddy i was like uh, i said eventually when you want i said i've already got game pass i said but if you want to play gears sometime i said it's only going to take us probably about six to seven maybe eight hours for both of us to play it at the same time i said let me know we'll set up a weekend you pay your dollar or two dollars for uh, xbox ultimate download it we'll play it and then you can cancel it uh, you know, and then you can get your gears fixed in so you know that's yeah that and, and that may be what a lot of people did you know just get in and out i think it's know. funny here where like gears 5 and borderlands 3 have come out at a similar time frame and gears 5 is getting the hey we like playing this game because there's not a lot of games like this anymore. It's this big action spectacle thing. Whereas Borderlands 3 is getting a little bit more of like, oh, it's just more Borderlands, even though they've improved it in several areas. It's just more Borderlands. So yeah. it hasn't been getting the same type of like word of mouth around it as Gears has. Well, even it, though they're kind of like both throwbacks in, in a way. I'd kind of heard that the that the PlayStation 4 version of Borderlands had some issues, technical issues All of or them something do. like that. All of All them do. See, I wasn't real yeah. sure if it was just if it was just consoles or if it was PC and consoles. No, it's consoles a little hit or miss or... on some of them where you can, it's still playable, but for like consoles, uh, it's Unless they fixed it, it was all like playing split screen co op was just yeah. broken, and some other things were messed up. 
playing in like 4k just didn't work very well like everything was popping in all the time and a lot of stuff I... and then like the pc was having its own weird issues and yeah they've patched thrown some patches out there so it could be fixed but i haven't been playing it but that is one game yeah. that i just could not get excited for or even care about playing everybody yeah, exactly. jumped, and everybody jumped from oh, division two on into borderlands three and i'm like eh, it's just... i love borderlands one and two i but with three i'm just like eh, i don't I did, yeah. They haven't made enough changes or improvements to it. To, like they've done a lot of quality of life things and like changed the gun mechanics enough that like it feels modern. But just the overall structure of what you're doing is like it's Borderlands again. I don't know that I need to play another one of those right now. Yeah, I me neither. That's then that that's kind of the way I felt about the whole thing too. So because my buddy actually texted me the other day and goes so. When we get to Borderlands 3 session in, I go, not with me, you're not, because I didn't buy it, and I'm not planning on buying it. So. I told all my friends that, too, because they were, they were like, they're also kind of in the same situations where, you know, I'm just not interested in it. But I told them, I was like, look, I'm, I, I'm not opposed to playing it, but no money's coming out of my pocket to do so. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. If it goes, it's like, definitely a game that's better if you're playing it with people. Right. And if some of the modes where you're playing it with people are still bugged, it's like wait till it's yeah. fixed. I bought it to play. I bought it to play with my friends, but other than that, like, I didn't. I, I literally three or four of my friends that we usually play online co-op games with all bought it, and I went, eh, "I'll catch you guys later. It's fine. <laughs> catch you on the next one. Maybe it'll be on sale." I will November probably pick it up at some point. And it's on sale for like at least half off. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I'm not. Because I like Borderlands it. enough that I probably want to play it at some point. But <laughs> yeah, I don't need to get it right now. Yeah, I don't either. There's way too many other games that I really want to play right now. So it's not even that. It's like there's not really that many games coming out this fall that I absolutely want to play. It's just like the couple that I'm playing right now. It's like all right, I don't need yeah. to throw Borderlands on it too. Yeah, that's true. Um, Remedy announced uh, a content roadmap for Control, and one of the teased paid expansions was called AWE, um, with uh, with a flashlight, uh, along with letters A and oh, W. So AWE yeah. from the Control Universe is Altered World Event. Right. They call WEs in there all the time, but you could also think of it as Alan Wake expansion. Yep. That's, the that's what I thought. Yeah. The bottom is control. The top is yep. literally the cover of Alan Wake. And it's got like trees in the flashlight. So yeah. Like, yeah. So everybody's, that's exactly it's what Alan I'm Wake. It's, it's got to be an Alan Wake. That thing, game so. has a bunch of Alan Wake Easter eggs in it too, including Alan Wake himself, which I did not discover until video. There's what? an actual like video of Alan Wake in the game. Yeah. So apparently it's not coming out till early the early 2020. Uh, actually that one doesn't hit till middle 2020. The first yeah. paid expansion comes out early 2020. So we've got a while to wait on it to find out, but uh, as soon as I saw that story I was like, I got to put that in for Nathaniel cuz I know he'll be happy about that. <laughs> yeah, when that came out I was like Nice. Now just do an actual Alan Wake game. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, just do an Alan Wake game. Now. I hope they great. do. I hope they go back to that because I love that. Game yeah, it was so much. It was and, really uh, good. American Nightmare was also really good. Yeah. Uh, Bioware is uh, abandons current uh, Anthem post-launch plans. This is not all bad news, people. It's they're going back. Yes, and they're, it is. Well, okay, <laughs> yes, yeah, it yeah, is. It is. At least they. It sounds to me like what they're saying here is like. Hey, uh, you know that game we put out? We know that it's not that great. We're going to go and fundamentally like just remake it now. Yeah. They're going to go back of- and remake it, which means I am going to uninstall <laughs> it from my hard drive and not play it, just like I did Destiny 2. 
Um, they, I wonder they, if if they're gonna have. Well, yeah, actually, Destiny is a good example. But if they're gonna have I, this, is it just reminds me of No Man's Sky all over again, you know? And I, but I don't know if they're gonna have that same success. This is the no same Man's as No Man's Sky in that they were forced to put it out too early, but also just behind the scenes, they totally just screwed up making this game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what I mean. Mainly. No Man's Sky was just like too ambitious for a tiny team. Or sure. this is freaking gigantic Bioware and EA can throw as much as they need to at it. And it right. still was as flawed as it if was. If they would pull it around like No Man's Sky has pulled around, right. I would be... Uh, that'd be cool. Utter, yeah, it'd be cool, I, but I would be utterly shocked if it happened that way. Not going to happen. You know, I, I don't think so either. When I, when I read for this... For a couple reasons. EA doesn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to spend money. Way bigger than No Man's Sky, so it would cost way more right. money because right. it's just the scope of the game and just the studio itself is too big to kind of keep running and pouring money into that versus letting them do other games. When I saw the title, I read the article, I went, Yep, it's time for me to uninstall Anthem because I will <laughs> never play it again. Well, they've already had this earlier when it came out where they had this roadmap and they weren't hitting it because yeah. they were just fixing all the stuff. And then it just seems like this is an extension of that where it's like, we're going to continue to... It like, must be... Oh, guys, we're going to fix it, really? Yeah. <laughs> it must be so stressful in that office. Like, just, yeah. you know, why every meeting, just like, well, guys, there's another thing we didn't hit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how are we going to rectify this? You well, know, meanwhile, it, like... It'll be like that, it'll be like that commercial that I see on TV uh, where they go into the meeting, but everybody's happy because they're eating uh, Philadelphia cream cheese on bagels. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, they got okay. something. They got something good there, so it could be the <laughs> worst meeting ever. But it's yeah, it's a distraction. So it's like, right. hey, hey, we got donuts over here, guys. You want to eat the donuts? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we're eating the donuts. Hey, guess what? This this game ended up being terrible. Oh yeah, yeah, it did. <laughs> it did. But I'll tell you something about this Boston cream. Yeah. Though. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, and it's sad. I I I had high hopes for Anthem. Um Yeah, but uh they just were, there's no way that game was going to work with all the stuff behind the scenes that came out about yeah. it of just how many issues they ran into. Man, the, some self caused, some not. The first ten minutes of it I was like, Yeah, this is gonna be cool and then I got about in the first three hours of it and I went, No, no, it's not and I I I, I went ahead and played through it we co op with the guys and they were like, Hey, let's go do this. I'm like, eh, I think I'm okay. I'm <clears throat> It's one of those games that like on paper that has so much potential, but then you look at the game they made and you're like, But on paper you should have done this, this and this because other games have already solved those problems. Why are you just ignoring it? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and the My weird, copy is still sealed. Uh, well, and what you, I remember you posted on Twitter. You, were, I forget how much it was. That you, uh, it was only ten bucks. Yeah, you I were mean, like, it's only ten bucks. How bad can it be? It'll be, it'll be okay for ten bucks. And I just replied with a GIF of an NBA coach laughing really hard, and then going, no. <laughs> you and a couple people commented just, and they literally that was the consensus. Just like nah, yeah. and nah, nah, not even for ten dollars. But to be fair, I paid ten dollars for Destiny also. So. Well, yeah, I yeah. mean, 
And I paid I paid a hundred dollars for Destiny. I paid a hundred dollars for Destiny Two, and I paid sixty dollars oh, no. for Anthem. So oh no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can do this. Well, you know, Destiny One. I we loved Destiny One. We played Destiny One. We loved it. We had a great time. I put five six hundred hours in it. So when Destiny Two come out, it's like, well, I'm gonna go ahead and buy the collector's edition. It's got the expansion pack in it. It's gonna be just as good. Literally, I got halfway. I played the campaign and went, nope. I'm done. This is not good. And Maybe now that Bungie is on their own again, Destiny 3 or whatever, whenever it comes out will be better. Who knows? Hopefully. I don't know. I keep seeing things about the you know update this and update that with Destiny, and I'm like, nope, I'm not going back and install it to see. Well, the shadow I don't right. like... Yeah. I don't know. But one of the things with like Destiny Thanks. and some other games like that that just gets them in trouble is when they keep adding on things but making it more and more complex. So if yeah. anyone wants to jump in, there's no way they're going to figure it all out. Even people who just stuck with it the whole time was like, wait, you've added system over system over system. And now this means that and all this other gear <clears throat> I used to have is trash now. But if I do this to it, I can upgrade it. And it's just like it gets so complicated. Yeah, it, it, Unless you're super diehard, you're not going to put the time in. Uh, there are those guys out there, though. And I just, oh yeah, God bless there's them out there but you know your game's <laughs> only gonna last so long if you can't have new people come into it yeah. all right so this next story is the weird story this is the, <laughs> the colonel sanders official kfc dating sim called smoochy colonel sanders uh, it's uh, it's actually called i love you colonel sanders is the name of the game uh it's actually available on steam which is really weird uh, and the description of it is according to steam you're a culinary st- you're in culinary school and your classmate is the colonel himself uh, the thing about this that's just like it's so weird someone has a demented sense of humor yeah. and i know it's the kfc like tagline but the full title also has a finger licking good dating simulator yep. on it i'm just like why yeah the full title is i love you colonel sanders a finger licking good dating simulator yeah. I mean, this is one of those things is just how did this come to exist it's weird and crazy i think it's hilarious that it does but why oh yeah how did this, how did this come to pass oh yeah no it's... one wanted a kfc dating simulator that's just weird Someone I, was bored. I went past, I, I drove past a KFC in Pittsburgh while I was up there last week, and they are test marketing a chicken sandwich where the bun is two glazed donuts. Oh, yeah, I saw the screenshots of that. There's literally two places in the country you can yep. get it. I'm like, no. Yeah. Uh-uh, and no. I and I actually drove past one of them that I could get it at, and I went, no, I'm not going to get that. <laughs> and I like I like donuts. I like chicken, but I don't like them together. Yeah, it's like I like chicken and waffles, and getting a freaking donut chicken sandwich. Yeah, I do. I love chicken and waffles. Yeah, just, like, yeah. Is it going to be a good donut or a crummy glazed donut? Or you know, it looks like a glaze. It looks like a Krispy Kreme glazed donut to me. Yeah, like, the picture looks like, okay, this is the best we could possibly make this look, and that's unappealing. <laughs> and you know the version you'll actually get at the restaurant is going to not look anywhere close to the product yeah. photos. Just bring the double down back, you cowards. <laughs> that, was, that was the one where there was no bun. It was two, it yeah. was two chickens. Was that the, that's right, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. two chickens with the bacon and the cheese in the middle. You need crispy chicken and then use grilled chicken as the box. There you go. That's what you do, KFC. That's the audience you need to go back for, not this donut. <laughs> More meat. That's what you need. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Uh, and our last two stories are kind of both uh, both connected. There, GameStop is going to close up to two hundred underperforming stores worldwide. Um, it, it's really not a ton, a, a ton of stores. You know, they have fifty seven hundred stores worldwide. If anything, it's probably ones that are like in Greensboro, where there's seven stores within a mile and a half of each other like, that are closed. Hey, out. this one's still That's open, right. but the one across the street closed. Yeah, gee, I wonder why yeah. you did that. Uh, they, you know, and, and, and there's a lot of restructuring going on in GameStop. They recently laid off about 120 corporate employees. Um, they also laid off 50 regional uh, district managers and you know consolidated regional offices and things like that. So they're just they're just in an, in a in a mode where they're trying to condense things. They're trying to get rid of redundancies to kind of save some money. I totally get that. I think it's just the be- well, not even the beginning, but the avalanche is gonna catch up with them and eventually they're going to go away unless they completely somehow manage to change the way that they're doing stuff and become a different store basically so even then as we know i was thinking about this the other the other day where i i'm kind of amazed that i'm i think barnes and noble will outlive yeah games you know (laughs) and uh, it's so long i i I don't know i I hate to see though, I hate to see GameStop go away, you know, just because I I think you know you still need a place like GameStop. There you go. Yep. Uh, I just it's like I say I don't think you need five or ten ones in uh, in one town. You know, I think you know one yeah, two. That's dumb. I th- I think like <laughs> take like uh, Raleigh. You know, have one north, south, east, west. Okay, I get that. You know, but you know you don't need like. One on the south side of town with one right across the street from the mall where there's one in that mall. You know, you just don't need those kind of redundancies. Yeah. And I think if they would they would scale that back, they would, you know, they, they would save well, a lot of money. Yeah, still the problem of, <sighs> hey, we bought these other game stores and turned them into ours without thinking that we didn't need right. to have three stores right next to each other never yeah, changed it. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, and, I, and I've said it a dozen times before. That's the way it was in Greensboro. There was literally... There was one a mile up the road. There was uh, then they built another one a mile down the road, and then there was one in the mall that was a mile front. That was literally a mile circle where there was three stores at, and it was just silly. It was just dumb. But you know, those are the ones that, and, and you know, and that that may be how they, you know, like I said, they may um, they may restructure things that way. Um, the other thing was there was a Facebook fo- a video that popped up um, of a redesigned. GameStop. Apparently, this was talked about at the GameStop Managers Conference. Um, of course, it wasn't supposed to be talked about in the in the public. But I mean, I don't it know looks if you very much like a GameStop. Yeah, it maybe even used to, whereas like just games on shelves and stuff. The only like big difference I saw is that the back they had the play area. Yeah, they had the play TVs area. They had the TVs. They had the couch up front. They had the you know they had the nice mm-hmm. tables with the clothes stat you know the shirts and stuff mm-hmm. I don't like you see in a store in a clothing store. But yeah, you know, and yeah. then in the back they had you know games system set up old tube TVs with old classic consoles and stuff set up on them. Um, you know, I don't know if this would be enough to save them or not, but it, it's definitely, I like the, I like the way it looks. I think uh, it's a okay right. idea. That's not going to work <laughs> precisely because gaming stores already exist, like board games, tabletop games. And that's mm-hmm. like a community space where like people come and play games there. Right. They're trying to do the same thing for video games. And I don't think that that's going to work as much because one, the crowd probably isn't quite as big for that. That's just going to want to keep going into GameStop on like every 
Wednesday nighters, right. whatever to do, whatever tournament they're doing. Whereas like, there's also some overlap with gaming stores. So it's like, Hey, I'm already going to like these magic, the gathering tournaments over here, playing D and D at this game store or whatever. I can't get to the GameStop and play right. smash bros or whatever they're doing. Right. So I think it'll, it'll have various success depending on what market that they're in. I right. Think. And I think somewhere like around here, that would work real well. We're, we're a small, we don't have a place like that. Um, you know, even, even in like Huntington, that's a bigger town and Charleston, that's capital. They don't have a place like that. So I, I could see that going over. Yeah. They even had on the wall, you know, they had, you could buy snacks. They had candy bars. They had, you know, chips yeah. and, you know, straight that, from gaming stores. Do the yeah, same thing. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. 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 And when I, well, I worked at the mom and pop store there in Greensboro, yeah, we had a whole area that, you know, you could do D and D you could do tabletop. You could, we had TV set up where yeah. you could come play. Like you know, even you know, comic stores a lot of them will have community areas like that too yeah. so it's not but like know, it's a new thing it's just kind of new for video games right specifically. yeah and like but here in town the game yeah we don't have a we're, we're a small community we don't have a place like that so i could see that maybe going over well even like i said even huntington they used to have a place like that uh, but the mod of mom and pop there was a mom and pop video game store down there that had that they closed up you know where GameStop has the money to keep funneling into that. You know maybe it might go over a little better there. I don't know. It's I don't a college know how much town. Money GameStop has. Well, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. They're they're a bigger conglomerate, yeah. so they could pull from other you know yeah. places. Yeah, you know, definitely so. more than just a single mom and pop right. Store. Yeah, so you know, quarters in the couch. Yeah, so you know, I you know I could see it going over in some places, but like in bigger places like Raleigh and Charlotte, where there's already you know those. Um, mom and pop places set up and gaming places right. set up there. I don't, I don't see people going, well, we're going to go to GameStop instead of going to you mean, know, the dungeon layer dep- that we've always went to for yeah, you know, 15 years. It'll depend completely on the local store and how much they put into doing programs and stuff of setting things right. up that people want to come to. Like, I, if I, you do a bunch of different like fighting game tournaments or this or that to bring people in and you like continuously <clears> like work at it and get it out, the word out that they're doing yeah, it or maybe have and get a crowd in like, and build it up. It'll take a lot of work and they could do it, but it's going to take a lot of work at each individual place to really like get it going and keep it going. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with GameStop. I have a, you know, I, I worked for GameStop for a long time and I know Dennis did too. I never go there. Robert. And I, I don't go there very often. Like, like I said, if it's something that I can't get somewhere, anywhere else, I'll go there. Or if it's something I need in a pinch, um, and I don't want to wait on Amazon to send it. I'll go there, uh, but most of the time, most of the time it's Amazon. Um, well, I bought my Switch at Target. <laughs> yeah. I didn't buy it. At yeah, I usually run up to Target because Target's right up the road. There's a GameStop yeah. like you know block or two from Target. Yeah, but I'm like, nope, I'll go a little bit further to go to Target because yeah. they're gonna have anything I want. Yeah, well, I, buy, um, I still buy a lot of stuff at GameStop, and I I say GameStop, Target, Amazon usually. Walmart and then the dread of Best Buy. <laughs> I don't I we walked into Best Buy the other day. I was meeting a guy in Huntington to pick up a uh, arcade marquee and we were killing time before he got there and I told uh, Nikki I said, "Well, let's run into Best Buy for a minute." It's the first time I'd step foot in a Best Buy in probably at least a year, maybe two. I just don't go to Best Buy very often. I just don't do yeah, shopping I mean, at Best Buy. Yeah. And occasionally there's good deals, but it's not that great. I always feel like I get pestered more. Like let's say if I go to a GameStop outside my town, okay. Don't know the people there. 
probably get pestered, but just tell them, hey, I'm browsing, just go in time, whatever. But at Best Buy, I get pestered, and then I ask for help, and no one can help me, and I'm just, ah. eventually I just get annoyed. Let me tell you, we walked into the Best Buy, and we were looking, they have a, a nice big Apple section, and we thought, well, maybe we'll look at watch bands and see what kind of watch bands they have. We just got our Apple watches. And literally, there were seven people staring. No, 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 uh-uh. I couldn't get oh, help. No. Nobody, no, they were too busy talking with themselves and hanging out over in the corner or whatever. And I was like, finally we walked up and go, where are the Apple Watches? And they were just like, oh, they're over there. All right. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, okay, let's go. You know, it's like. I'll, yeah. do, I'll do store pickup and, you know, on Black Friday occasionally I'll check out their deals. And occasionally they still have good stuff, but they're just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's, you know, it's like I bought the, uh. The switch light from Target. I literally have a red card. I went ten or five percent off, so I got ten dollars off of it. I went. I'll pick it up in store. I didn't. I, I literally walked up to the counter. Went. Here's my barcode. They scanned it, and I got it, and I walked out. You know, that was yep. literally what it was. It's like at Walmart. We. I, went, I had to stop at Walmart the other day. Nikki made an order. They have a tower in the middle of Walmart at the door. I literally walked in, scanned my phone. A little machine went, boop, 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 dropped it down. I took my box and I left. Never talked to a soul. Never looked at a greeter. Never did nothing. <laughs> never you know, it was like, to a soul. That's <laughs> and that was, and I was totally fine with that. You know, it's like, and a lot of times if I do get something at GameStop, that's what I do. I don't go in and shop. I literally go on the app and go, oh, this GameStop has this game I've been looking for that I can't find anywhere else. In store pickup. Up, I got my email. All right, I drive to GameStop, walk out, get my game, and I walk out the door. It's literally what I do most of the time at places like that. So. I don't know. It'll be really interesting to see what happens to GameStop. I know a lot of people out there want them to die, but you know, I don't. I hate to see any store like that disappear because yep. you know, competition oh, is good. No matter, what, no matter what your personal opinion is. <clears throat> yeah. But all right. Anything else? Anybody got anything else they want to talk about before we new and interesting things that we might have missed? I can't think of anything. So all right. Well, we're going to call that a show. What's that? What's that, Dennis? No, I was I was thinking, but I I can't. Yeah, I don't think I don't think anything special. No, not yet, not yet. We got a couple weeks before the special stuff starts rolling. Yeah, we'll be we got a couple weeks here, and then all of a sudden it's going to be October will be juicy. So yeah, actually October's pretty (laughs) slow for me. Other than you know, I might pick up uh, uh, Luigi's Mansion, but other than that, I don't think there's really anything new. That's a necessity. That's not negotiable. Not much for me. There's just yeah, there's like stuff coming out, but most of it is just not anything I well, really want. In to play. November, it'll be Star Wars and Pokemon, and that's pretty much it till. Which I don't know if I'll play either of those unless Star Wars <sighs> is, gets really great reviews, then maybe. But I'm going to take yeah, a chance. I, I got it. I, I got it for. There's no, no, there's no reason to take a chance on it when you can wait for reviews and buy it like the day of yeah. or the day before and still pre order and get any bonuses. It's well, like the, EA has like. Screwed Star Wars over so much, there's no way I'm just going to rush out and get it. Well, the only reason I did was because Amazon had it for $40 one day. And I, I pre-ordered it for forty dollars. I think I think I've got it for forty-five or something like that. So that's the only reason why I was like, you know what? I'm probably not going to find it that cheap, even around launch. I might find it for. Right. I'll take a chance on it for that. Yeah. So that's like with the Pokemon games. I only I got those for forty, forty-seven a piece or fifty. Fifty dollars, something like. That. I got them cheaper anyway, and Nikki always yeah. wants one too, so we always end up buying two of them. You know, buying one of each. So, 
I'm I'm really scared of the uh, speaking of EA because I completely forgot that there's a new Need for Speed coming out this year. Oh lord, and, uh, it won't be good. And, and yeah, I just yeah, I feel like right. ever since <laughs> unfortunately ever since Ghost Games like took over and started developing those games, it's it's just a shame what that series has come to. Um, you know, Need for Speed used to stand for something, and now it's just I don't even look at it anymore. You know, now not with fours over here. You know, killing it every year. So, yeah, I don't know. It's a shame because I, it's upsetting for me because I'm a big racing guy. So you know, Need for Speed, uh, you know, is is you know, like I said, meant something for so long, and but now it's just it's really sad. So yeah, that was used to be a good thing, yeah. and then uh, burnout used to exist. Ah, that's right. Burnout. Now the only like really good one seems to be like okay, Forza. Then there's a few like yep. other ones on PlayStation that are okay-ish, I guess. Everyone's going to car racers now. That's a new thing. <laughs> <laughs> true. Very what true. I want is another like uh, SSX game, man. I used to love those. Yeah, yeah. Is, no one's gonna yeah. make another one of those. How'd you feel about Steep? I played like the beta demo, whatever of it. Didn't really like it. Mm. It was probably fine. I just didn't like what they did with it. It was a little bit... I don't know. It's not really sim, but it's close enough to that that it's not the over-the-top fun like the SSX games were. They were cartoony and just like arcadey. And like you get all the goofy costumes and characters and stuff. It didn't have any of that, and that's what I like about those kind of games. Yeah, similar to like the older Tony Hawks and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, similar thing, yeah. Boy, there was a game that came out and was terrible and disappeared super quick. Was Tony Hawk? Was that five? That came oh, out five, yeah. Garbage. yeah. <laughs> Dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of all the games, I even liked the uh, the SSX game they put out last generation on like uh, PS3, 360. It was a pretty good game. It yeah, that one wasn't too bad. As much as a couple of the previous ones, but it was still really good. And I would love to see an HD version of those kinds of games, but. Unless like Steep had come out and sold millions of copies, there's no way anyone else is going to make a snowboard yeah, game. Yeah, you're probably right. Oh, I do have Shimu on November too. I forgot about that. Yes, and I found out that uh, Kickstarter I backed is the physical version. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I have two copies coming. I've got the Kickstarter version that I backed, and then I did get the limited edition one from... Yep. Uh, oh, you got that. That's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep, me too. That's awesome. It, it actually didn't sell out as quick as I thought it was. I was actually getting ready to go to work, and I was, I was playing my whole schedule around that. I was like, okay, i got to do this before I go to work. <laughs> so I'm sitting here at the computer at 10 o'clock, and it's like, Susan, come up. I'm like, pum, 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 pum. And like, yeah, and then I yeah I go to the bathroom and yeah wash my face and then I go get dressed and it's like forty minutes later I'm like oh it's still available that's kind of weird it sold out like a couple hours afterwards forty minutes forty five minutes, minutes is when it, it's sold out sold oh, I get plenty of time yeah because so they only like, had what three thousand two thousand three thousand they had five thousand is what they have oh five thousand okay gee yeah. <laughs> I thought just like five no no no. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so they had five. I got one, and Eric got one, and three other people in the world. <laughs> and it still, it took forty-five minutes for that to happen. Yeah, too, so yeah. It's not that much demand. As John knows, sell out within less than a minute. Yeah, and I was not. I was expecting it just to sell out like that because most of those, when they limit them like that, usually, and it was the what was bad was it was no, there was no limit on how many you could buy. I could have walked in there and bought twenty if I wanted to, and it was like right. somebody was going to so buy a bunch loud. of them. Slap them on eBay. I know what's going to happen, yep. and it didn't happen. Yep. I'm shocked and somewhat appalled by that. So, 
<laughs> I did buy uh, I did buy that uh, limited run Jay and Silent Bob Mall. Mall oh, the NES game. one. Yeah, it looked really cool. I got the green one. I was like, you know what? That's kind of neat. You know, I'm kind of a fan of that those movies, and you know, it's supposed to be kind of cool. So I, like, I watched a couple of, like little gameplay videos. Like, yeah, I'll get it. That thing kind of came from out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting that to yeah. even be a thing. Yeah, I saw it's like a gameplay video too. It looked pretty cool. I kind of wanted the way forward game. The River City Girls. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get that. It's still available for pre-order. I'm, uh, I'm going yeah, to get okay. that. That's I'm what I was going to ask, because I want that. That's the one that I really want. I love Way Forward, and that game looks like genuinely really good. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the 27th. It was good. Yeah, it closes this Friday. Yeah, so, so uh, I'm going to get it. Yeah, closes Friday. So I'm, I'm probably going to order it Friday. So Because okay. uh, yeah. that does look cool. I do, I do want that. Yeah. For my thing, for limited run, you know, I try to only get games that I really want to play. And yeah. I just, I just, wow, and that Jay and Silent Bob game is still available. The gold I'm one tried, is. Yep. I'd be spending a ton of money if I bought it every uh, I have a few limited run games, but only because I've never actually bought it from their website. It's just stuff that I've gotten yeah. from uh, yeah. um, Best Buy. conventions. There's, there's a, Best Buy local, sells them, oh, yeah. too. That's right, Best, Best Buy. Yeah. There's a local game. There's a local retro store that has them, but they're like 30 to 40% markup. Oh, wow. Uh, I mean, at Portland Retro Gaming Expo, you're looking at 30%, 35%. And this, some of the stuff, I was like, ooh, jeez. That's crazy. There's yet, a, there's some local yet, stores that have them. I'll go buy a booth the second day at Portland Retro, and all that stuff's gone. Because there are people that will buy it. Yep. And mm-hmm. it is, I'm actually, I'm Not actually sending a couple I'm sending a couple things, actually, a couple of PS4 <clears> games. And I'm like, nah, I don't really care. I'm never going to play these. There was a lot of them that I wanted, but it was just like I wasn't going to try to kill myself to get them. It was just like, man, whatever. That's why I'm glad they did the pre-order things. You know, I finally got uh, Bloodlines and uh, whatever the other one was. Don't ever order two... Oh, The Messenger. Don't ever order two games at the same time from them because if one takes longer than the other, they will they not send you... Yeah, they'll wait until both of them come in. But since they're like one game, I, I waited like five months for before it got. And the only other game I bought from Special Reserve was I bought in, uh, Strafe, but I also bought... I bought the Messenger, and they shipped it within like two days. Yeah. Special runs like that. They, they, they get them in, and then they say, okay, they're up for pre-order, and then they, they send them really quick. But the limited run that, version uh, didn't do that. They're gonna have that Hotline Miami collection, and uh, my name, my my friend Pedro. Hmm. That game looked really cool. They're gonna have physical release of that. But I, just I actually have that game on the Switch. I have yet to play it. I bought it. Oh, it was on it sale. Fun. I downloaded it, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot." I was going through this moving stuff to Switch Lite last night, and went, "Oh yeah, I forgot I have this game. Haven't even played it yet." <laughs> it's just like it's yeah, been. I can a only imagine more. If, if you if you have bought all those limited run games, even if you got them when they first came out, I bet last several years you're probably six or seven in the hole most likely yeah. and that's six or seven grand and i've seen that's people not, you know, buy them and then just have been trying to dump them off here lately just trying well, to dump yeah, them some off of the games are not very good no uh, well and some of them are not very expensive they're you know, not worth a whole lot not much more than what you paid for them. You, pay, you pay 35 and then two years later well it's 20 because it's a game that nobody wants not yeah. that it's a bad game just nobody cares yep and that's and that's where I think limited run, you know, that for some of the games like they've done on the Switch where they've taken the pre-orders out there, good games, 
you know, a lot of them are good games, and they're they're not too limited. You know, they have a window. So, but these ones, these PlayStation and Vita ones that they just cranked out real quick, they just oh, they're limited. They're limited. Yeah, but these games stink, and nobody wants to play them. So yeah, but the Vita stuff, everybody. That stuff just goes like that. It goes so quick. Your Vita's Vita, got a lot of collectors. That's exactly what I was yeah. getting ready to say. Your Vita collectors Ooh, are really rabid people. Yeah. yeah, we still cherish those physical releases. So. Yeah, might as well. Yeah, why you can, because they are dwindling away, because they don't make those cartridges. Anymore. I love my Vita. Okay. I do, too. I still love my Vita, too, so... All right, guys. Well, we're going to call that a show. Thanks a lot for hanging out with yeah. us in the chat. Um, we'll be back in, a, in probably about two weeks. Like I say, if you follow us on Twitter at uh, GL underscore podcast, you'll always get at least a, you know five or six hours ahead of time before uh, before we come out. Because we did start a little early tonight because I got to work tomorrow. So, yep, you know, I got to go out of town. Yeehaw, so. All right, guys. Well, thanks a lot for hanging out with us and checking out the show. And we will catch you guys next time. See you later. Well, that's it for this week's show, guys. Thanks so much for listening and subscribing on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can check us out on Twitter. Uh, the site's Twitter feed is at GL underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at JCMeadows94. Eric's at, at Cube00. Nathaniel is at Polygon underscore Wizard. And Robert is at BobbyB underscore 87. We also live stream this podcast uh, recording uh, over at twitch.tv slash thegamerslounge. Um, you can hang out in the chat, um, catch the stream early. Um, we do a little pre-recording talk where we just talk about nonsense uh, or what's on our minds. And we talk a little bit after the recording of the show, too. Um, it's a great way to interact with us. Um, we could take your questions live, interject your comments into the show. Um, and if you're a regular listener, uh, you know, uh, just by listening to this podcast that, uh, you can hear that. So please, uh, check us out on Twitch, uh, let it run in the background, uh, so you can listen to it before it hits iTunes and, uh, wherever you get your podcasts at. Um, you can also support us through Twitch. Uh, we are now Twitch affiliates, so you can subscribe to us. If you're an Amazon prime member and you are also a Twitch member, link that account. Amazon gives you a free prime membership uh each month to a uh, twitch streamer of your choice for free um that does help us pay the bills and keep the lights on uh, matt streams every wednesday uh on the uh, twitch channel um and he picks a different game um sometimes what he may be reviewing uh what he may be into uh and you know sometimes i may uh be jumping in with him on some games uh we both have uh, review codes for wild west online as soon as that uh alpha opens back up again so we could play it we are going to do some live streams of me and him playing together which will be pretty cool um i'm also going to be streaming some uh live uh retro games on there as well i have uh, everything set up for that i just need to find some time so please if you want to uh, hear new content and uh, continue to help us to grow and support us check us out over at twitch and feel free to subscribe uh, especially if you get that free twitch prime account um yeah definitely you want to subscribe and help us out it helps like i said it helps keep the lights on Guys, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it so much. Um, if you have any feedback for the show or have any questions, um, our email address is podcast at the-gamers-lounge.com. We also have a website, 
uh, of the same address uh, where you can check out news, reviews, uh, previews, uh, opinion articles, and other uh, great video gaming content there. Uh, and we appreciate all the support. Um, be sure to uh, leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your uh, podcasts at. Uh, we would appreciate it. The more reviews we get, the higher it pushes us up um, to get on that front page uh, so more people can hear the show. Guys, once again, I want to thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. I hope you have a great week, and we'll see you again next time. podcast is part of the Gamers Lounge Radio Network. Get more gaming news and shows at www.the-gamers-lounge.com.